Welcome to Brutal, the MMA podcast. Uh, today we're going to be going over the UFC main card from UFC Charlotte. Uh, a little bit about ourselves, if you want to hear it. And also uh, the next event coming up, which is pretty bad, but we'll do it anyways because we're dedicated or something like that. All right, swing it to Caitlin. How you been? How's your weekend been? Weekend I've been dying, but honestly the fights yesterday were awesome. Sweet. For what I saw, which was the KSI fights, <laughs> that was pretty dope. However, I did not see these fights. KSI should be a Muay Thai fighter and not a boxer. That's all. Sure, that was kind of a disgusting knockout. I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, Daniel did miss the the fights this weekend, but everyone else here saw him. I did run him through some highlights, some of the more important fights. Also destroyed everybody on the the picks. Just saying, just saying. Somehow, Daniel pulled off. Were you first? Was I was first. Oh, I'm going to yeah. kill myself. In, in the verdict uh, picks, everyone did their picks. I think I got second. Mm-hmm. I was uh, third. Caitlin got third. Charles absolutely fumbled the bag because <laughs> I got I six times a, more I points have, than Charles. I have a feeling in my bones, guys. Uh, <laughs> Wrong. I was close. Dude, okay. your funny bone was the only <laughs> he, thing you were he, feeling. He almost won. Okay. Had he won, <laughs> I would have been good, right? Whatever but, you say. Princess. I only got, uh, out of everything, uh, 500 XP, which is as much as I put into it. <laughs> I think I got 2.7 grand. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I got like 3,000 yeah. or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dan- Daniel came up on top. I mean, I you think did this change has- your Tim Means pick, I which did, I don't I respect, but that's okay. Yeah. I changed my finishes. All I need to do, I need to get two wins. I need to get two first places in a row, and then our first. And I catch up. Not going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm it's keeping a big that there, lead. Nice and beautifully. Sure. Yeah. Well, right. fights, fights were fights were good this weekend. Fights were fights absolutely were well. amazing. I think um, they did pretty well. It was one of those cards that you look at on paper and you're like, "This is actually better than the last pay per view," and it fucking was. It showed up, and it was a really exciting uh, evening. It, it, prelim started at eight thirty a.m. for like us, the and yeah. then I mean the main card started at twelve, so a little bit afternoon, but. Uh, I lost my voice halfway through the day, <laughs> so you, you can tell how much I enjoyed those. Um, he was definitely screaming the whole time. Yeah. How was your weekend, Charles? Good. Uh, just basically getting no sleep, but I watched the fights, which was fun. Why are you not and sleeping? Are these hoes <sighs> keeping you up at night? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're definitely they're definitely not keeping me up. No, we're just doing this at like an hour that we probably should be doing it, and I'm not used to waking up this early. Okay, but tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. D- Daniel and Charles seem to be a little bit of night owls. Me and Caitlin are always up at this hour. I wake up at earlier. like eleven or twelve every day. That is crazy. Yeah, no, I can't. See, I usually wake up at like nine thirty-nine. Um, Respectable. I woke up at what seven thirty today, which is like I can do it. I'm proud of you. you. Know. I'm proud of you. Yeah. All right, um, you guys want to jump? Do you want to talk about the KSI fights first? Get out the <laughs> the, the, the dumb uh, shit. I'll, I'll first. The KSI fights. We, we, we can we can insert that a little bit later. Okay, well, yeah. I'll be the only one we'll talking about it. Insert so. the baloney later. We'll, we'll, just, that we'll just like fill one of the fights that we don't really care about with with the KSI. Yes, yes. So okay, we we can do that. We can do that. Beginning of the prelims. Well, yeah, beginning of the prelims. All right, we're gonna rapid fire go through these prelims, and then after that, maybe the KSI fights. But yeah. just because um, I think. Only you these two. You can start. Rest in peace, Jessica Rose Clark. (laughs) She was the first fight of the prelims and got 
manhandled. She's I was so sad. Nine now, and she should retire. So about her last because month. she was beautiful. She's, she's just, not very she's good. just because she's beautiful. <laughs> she got her face smashed, and, and she got choked but she's out. She's still beautiful afterwards. She, she's still I don't know about that. She's very beautiful I'm a little to bit me. different. <laughs> she's very gorgeous to me. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Uh, right after that, I mean, Jessica Rose got Clark didn't show up, didn't perform, and she got choked out. Third uh, round. Gr- great debu- debut for uh, Lisboa. I mean, she did everything she needed to and got her out of there. Um, next fight. Uh, respect to Brian Battle. Amazing. What are y'all doing over there? Schizophrenics. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gabe Green, not representing the Gabes very well today, I must say. Yeah. Being a Gabe myself, definitely took that out. Um, I said Brian Battle would win. I'm glad he won. Uh, Gabe Green came in there super disrespectful of uh, Brian Battle's power. Um, just started swinging wildly. Got caught. Got put out of there. 13-second knockout for Brian Battle. Damn. I didn't even get to see that one. Uh, it was brutal. Yeah, it was great. I'll show you the highlight up there in a little bit. Okay. That was a really yeah. fun no, matchup. Because um, the other fighter, you said Gabe. He came in running at him, like throwing flurries of punches. He um, Battle got up against the cage and swung a straight right. Dropped him. Yeah, he, was, well, he, was, he, he got That's caught nice. to, to begin the round when uh, Gabe Green pressured. Probably wasn't um, expecting it, as I didn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Battle doesn't look very assuming, but he's definitely got power in those fucking hands. So he rolled with a few punches, saw his opening, cracked the right hand, put him out of there, out cold. He followed it up with some punches, which were not very necessary. But you know what? <laughs> it just went limp and kept punching. Yeah, yeah it definitely looked good. Uh, we're going to gloss over Kim and Boom. That was- uh, chick fight. Uh, the commission absolutely fumbled the bag on that one. Um, it was a okay fight. There was like ten fouls throughout the fight, though, and um, Boom quit on the the corner basically because there was a foul. Eye poke. It was um, it was something no, irrelevant. No, uh, uh, knee, knee to the head. Oh, it was knee grounded knee, and it barely glanced yeah. off her, and she acted like she had a concussion. Which we never know how the fighters are feeling, so can't really front on her there. I mean, I was gonna say I remember it was something she was talking to the doctor about the eye, and then they gave her I think two and a half just, minutes. Just a disappointing fight. Two and, and um, a half minutes. It was two and a half minutes, wow. and then they called the fight, and then the judges had. Um, there was a weird situation where they're saying the judges were recounting the scores, so it was this really weird thing where there was about a ten minute break where they were just waiting for the decision. And they gave it to Boom, even though Kim won both rounds. But Kim did get a point get taken a point, from yeah. her. So it, it, it was just a shit show. That was the dumbest Damn. fight I've seen in a long time. And it's they, they need to have more um, MMA events in general in Charlotte so that commission knows what they're doing when it comes to fighting. Because that commission, just they just did, they were fumbling around. They're like, oh, we... We don't know what to do, and it's it's annoying. So, like, what what instigates a a recount? Like, nothing. There's You're not never. To. This is like so. This is like just like a a normal thing. I mean, I'm assuming uh, any no, recount. No, this has never happened. This has never happened. That's it's never been a recount. I, there's never been a recount. It was, it was a really weird situation. They're like. They were talking about having to re-look at the judges' scorecards, or they weren't written out yet because they had to judge three rounds, but there's only been two rounds that have been gone, and then the third round was like kind of like a complete weird toss-up because of the knee. So they were judging hmm. all three rounds when they should have been judging two, and it was just a shit show. But I wanted to gloss over that because it was a dumb fucking fight, and it, it should never happen again. Should have been the KSI fight. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, want to talk about the KSI? 
Yes. All right. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So the actual KSI fight wasn't the craziest fight. Uh, but what was the craziest quick, fight? Uh, the craziest fight, uh, it was this dude uh, named Virus, Virus, I don't know, uh, versus DK Money. <laughs> all right, all right. Dumb names. But listen, listen here. Uh, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Okay, this was an absolute mad dog fight, okay? Uh, both of them were going ham on each other. Okay. Absolute ham sicko These aren't professional boxers, right? These are like amateur YouTube boxers, right? This isn't like anything you would expect to be crazy. But man, they were wailing on each other. Absolutely wailing. But... They were getting these combos in, right? Putting them up into the corner, nailing them in the face, nailing them in the chest, and each one got their own like shots, right? Like they kept they kept coming back, like one after the other, and then uh, virus. Oh my God, he comes in, he comes in, gets DK money in a in a uh, what would we call it? Like a little a little hug, a yeah, clinch, a clinch, right? He gets him in a clinch, right? And then he basically like pushes him off a little bit, and then he uses that time that he's like that DK money's taking that step back. To, to make him feel comfortable and then he just nails him with this uppercut that just puts his lights out and and uh and, and as he's falling he like nails him with like another oh, another like i love the oh. ones where they're they're already falling oh in my the air God. and yeah. catch another punch Dude, on the it slow-mo made him look like a gummy worm falling <laughs> it was disgusting i love the comparison oh my god that's gonna oh that's interesting that's, that's gonna be the first crazy. uh like actually interesting uh, YouTuber fight I've heard of in a while. Yeah, it was so I, I don't watch I, him, but I wanted to see Salt Poppy win just because I think he's the the funniest TikToker <laughs> on the planet. That dude does the yeah, in place runs, running yeah. and does the <laughs> the Riz face. <laughs> yeah. Give me your best Riz face, Charles. Oh no, on on the spot. On the spot. See, I can't usually. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's okay, Minecraft, Steve. Um, let's get into the next fight. We'll we'll go back into KSI let's in a minute. Um, Douglas Silva Day and um, amazing showing from this man. Uh, it was really great to see Cody Stamen get his hopes and dreams crushed in front of a home crowd. Um, Cody Stamen uh, is a crybaby little girl, and I hate his attitude. There was uh, at the beginning of the fight, Douglas Silva Day and um, was pushing um, Cody Stamen off of him. Right? Correct. And in the act of pushing someone off of you, you take your legs and you put it on the surface closest to you and you push off, right? And his foot happened to be on his face. But the thing is, he had it on his face like this. He wasn't pushing yet. And as Cody Stamen was moving in, he pushed off of his face. He did not up kick. There's a difference between an up kick and a push off. Um, Cody Stamen looks at the ref and he's throwing his hands up. What, 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 what the hell, man? Like, like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And the referee stops it for a moment, asks if he asks if he's good, and he's good, obviously. But he, Cody Stamen wants him to take a point so he gets the round. So he's still whining about it, and the ref starts the action up back like he should. And Douglas puts the fucking fire on, body shots, head shots, made it a fun contest. Um, in the third round, Cody Stamen did drop Douglas, which made it a little bit more competitive. He took that round, but. The judges got it correct with uh, giving Douglas Silva Dandrage a unanimous decision. So nothing controversial there. Really good fight, but I hate Cody Stamen's attitude, and I'm really glad he got handed a little loss because his ego was just up there. And I there I saw a brawler bible online talking about how he would have um, if they kept the position and if um, the push off was counted and he took a point, he would have won the fight. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. I, of course, he'd win the fight if he got a point go, taken. Yeah. That's how fights work. <laughs> and he's acting like he should have gotten the point taken off. There was no damage with the up, up kick. There was no 
sign of any damage. There was it was obviously a very light like push off on his face. It wasn't even an up kick, and it was a little bit disappointing to see someone that knowledgeable pretend like he deserved the point in the round for that. And when when you say up kick, you mean like like he was below him and he so like when a guy's off his back him? and he throws a kick up at an opponent. If that opponent is standing, you can land it. But if it's if they have any sort of limb on the ground, like their knee or their hand, it is an up kick, but it's an illegal up kick. Because so, you can't kick a downed opponent. Oh, wait, but oh you can't kick him out even if you're down. Even as if well. you're downed as well. Ah, that makes more Otherwise, sense. Otherwise, um okay. uh the um Half guard in the UFC would be the most utilized position ever because you just grab half guard and then switch to side control and you'd blast head head knees and body yeah. knees. No, the, you can sense. kick to the body, not to the head when you're a grounded opponent. So, great fight. Fuck Cody Stamen. I hate your attitude. Uh, get back in there, but check your ego, buddy. Now, real quick for the uninitiated. Um, a point off always seems like a massive deal. It's a huge fights. deal. But the, the, the scorecards at the end always seem like like up in the, the many tens of points, right? So like, like 30, 27, you know? Yeah, like like things mm-hmm. like that. So like where where does like the weight of this point come in? So every round is but usually judged on a 10-9 basis. So if someone wins the round, they get a 10. If they lose the round, they get a 9. Okay. So it's only a point off. So that point really matters. In the case of someone being dominated in a round... So say they're getting almost knocked out, they're being ragdolled, they're being thrown around, it can be a 10-8. So you get two points deducted if you're really getting dominated. But if you get a point taken and the guy wins the round, that's a 10-8, the only way you can win is if you knock the other opponent out. So say you get a point taken and you win that round, you're, if you win both of the other rounds, it's a draw. Got it. So you have to put the gas on. So I'm really glad that Douglas didn't have to empty the tank because it was a great fight. The referee did what he's supposed to. Um, There's a lot of referees tonight that really didn't do what they were supposed to. So it was a really fun fight and he did what he would, he did what he was supposed to. So props that referee, I'll find out your name. Um, You should referee more fights. I mean, luckily I was, I was glad I didn't see any like early stoppages and shit. Cause and that was that was really annoying last week. How there was just so many you know, early stoppages with the you know all the refs. So let's use that as a transition to something more boring. Uh, go back into the KSI fights. Man said boring. Yeah. Man, okay. Boring. All right, all right. And also no relevance to real life. No. Re- oh. All right. All right. They're called exhibition KSI, boxing for a reason. KSI fight. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll quickly skim over the Deji versus Swarms fight. I Deji love Deji. Swarms. I love Deji. Deji. He's the is only a beast. Influencer boxer, I actually enjoy watching. I, I I respect him for one reason alone. I, I have many reasons. He fought Floyd but, Mayweather, but he fought Floyd his fucking mental, Mayweather. Though is so good. Yeah, it's so good. He he gets shit on for so many fights, and then he he keeps bringing it back. Absolutely. So that's such a good. Uh, that's attitude. what makes a true winner. Unlike the guy we just talked about, who was complaining about the, the exactly thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's gonna keep getting better with that kind of attitude, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, KSI fight, uh, what was it, Joe Fournier or something right. like that. Um, that fight was pretty intense. Not not too crazy, though. KSI is just intense like usual. Uh-huh. But, um, and, Wild and, punches, yeah, elbows, just, just and knees. a flurry of punches. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go as far to say that the elbow knockout was intentional. Um, it, de- it definitely yeah. didn't look intentional. It's, yeah. it's the way of throwing a punch. It just comes out. 
when you're real close like that, they step in. I get that, but yeah, and it, but it, it should have is been it a not, no contest. Is, is it or, not a no contest? Well, if, if the if the ref saw it immediately, it would pre- be a disqualification. So right? it's so it's technically so, a win for KSI or for for Joe Fournier. Technic. Oh, okay. Right now, now it is. Right now. right now it is technically a win okay. for. For, uh, yeah, are they reviewing it? Um, yeah, Joe Fournier is having it uh, reviewed. Well, he'll um, win that review. So. Yeah, he'll probably win the review. It'll probably be understandably no so. He was pretty pissed about it. Understandably, I would be so. pissed about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but it was still a it was still a fun fight to watch, and it still like it, it still gives confidence in people that you know want to see the YouTube boxing thing become more serious. Mm-hmm. I think because um, although although KSI is kind of insanely reckless. Um, you know, it, it's obvious that there's like something there that can be. I think generally, uh, I like influence in boxing, boxing specifically because it does encourage a lot of people, uh, in, to look into boxing, look into MMA. It, it kind sure. of opens up the sport to new faces. That's how I got into more fighting stuff. Because exactly. Of that stuff. Yeah. And I, I love to see the, the younger community get into something that's actually positive for once rather than pranking people and other dumb stuff like that. Um, this is what I want to see. I want to see a YouTuber MMA, just so we can see the two unnamed, unnamed land whales that we had seen over this weekend. <laughs> oh my God. Go at it. Are you talking about wings? Yeah, I and said unnamed for a reason. Thou shall not be named. Thou shall not be wings named. and boogie. Oh I God. I did not see any highlights I because I didn't want to see two tubs of lard <laughs> on my on my no. screen. I didn't want that to be recommended so in my feed. Still respect to them for actually getting into they, the ring and doing it. They totally the first thing like that they've like done in their lives. Apparently, they totally. Totally rigged it. I guarantee you. you think There's no it? fucking way <laughs> yeah, John that, that like Boogie <laughs> actually was like TKO'd by any means. I think it was literally just Boogie either got tired or was like, you know, I'm getting paid either way. <laughs> well, yeah, did, did, did you watch it? Did you watch uh, any of the? No, Boogie? I fucking. Yeah, it, it was literally <laughs> just uh, Wings going ham. He, he was throwing like a flurry of punches, and and all Boogie was doing was just like like half-ass defending it yeah so the ref just called it because boogie wasn't that's, doing if you're not intelligently so. defending yourself that's a tko so it makes sense to me yeah let's get back into the real fight yeah. um, um car williams oh these are real fights to me no i think no. are they exhibitions or are they professionally recorded fights um well they are professionally recorded i don't know if they're no, no, no. like on the records are they considered they, exhibitions? they do have they do have records not on like i know case i normal like i know case, case yeah all, has, all of the fighters there have records i guess except for wings and um <clears throat> uh boogie but yeah okay. they, they, they keep records on all of them okay yeah so, cool. but anyways, i'm just saying yeah, if they're recorded as an amateur or a professional bout that that i'm not specifically sure okay uh especially with the ksi being well ksi one being like youtuber versus an actual boxer i, I believe sure. so so for example right um logan paul has an official record um he's zero and one because he lost to like floyd i'm pretty right. sure because i don't think that was an exhibition technically um but and then uh who's the guy who fought KSI? i know jake paul has an official record ksi has an official record joe, joe fournier yeah it's like he has an official record he's a, a boxer yeah okay so so that, that makes sense to me then all right well, so they're, they're real fights, but they're real boring. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of giant records, look at the Tim Brown fight for the, the T- Brown. Tim fight. Brown. I don't know why. I Tim Brown here, bro. Tim Brown's not the most boring fight. No, we'll, we'll, I want to gloss over Carl Williams just before that. Okay. Carl Williams, yeah. Chase Sherman, uh, good heavyweight fight. They actually show decent technique. 
Chase Sherman needs to figure out when to put the gas pedal on, and the judges need to learn how to score a fucking fight because if you didn't have Chase Sherman winning that second round, um, I don't know what the fuck you were watching. And those judges were twiddling their fucking thumbs, playing Clash of Clans on their phone dun, in between dun, dun, rounds dun. because that was ridiculous. Um, good good uh, fight IQ by Carl Williams, though. Great jab. Uh, I think he landed over 90 shots to the head with that jab. So um, good fight. Let's get to Matt Brown. And Court McGee, not Tim fucking Brown. Charles. I um, what Tim means. All right. So, really enjoyed this fight. I kind of called the finish. Um, I love Matt Brown. I've been a huge fan of Matt Brown since I started following the sport. Has now tied the knockout record in the UFC. He has 13 knockouts. I believe they were all in welterweight. So, he definitely has that record for most finishes in, in welterweight. That is crazy. Um, 42 years old. The, the, the name sticks, Matt the Immortal Brown, staying immortal and knocking these fools out at the age of 42. Really showing, like, these young guys what's up. So I was really happy to see that. Uh, that was, thoughts yeah, on the fight, guys? Nice fight. That was a definitely a nice fight. I, That's I, one of the ones Charles it. did that actually was, yeah, get to see. Yeah, I actually caught it. I was surprised. I got there at, like, 12.03. I was expecting, <laughs> uh, you know. It's be positive for you. Card, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, thoughts on that fight, Caitlin? Uh, it was a great fight. We were, I think, as the knockout happened at the end of the first round, we were literally talking about, like, oh, it's probably going to go into later round knockout or decision because both you are pacing. I, yeah, I did say that. Because I was just, like, unsure that they would push for a round one knockout because both of them were putting pressure on each other. So as well, soon as I said that, then Matt Brown knocked. Yeah, <laughs> in Matt Brown's Octagon interview, he actually said he wasn't planning for the first round knockout. He was planning to weaken him with those leg kicks that he was landing on that calf. And he just happened to land correctly. And as soon as the punch landed, he knew it was over. I mean, you saw Court McGee. He, he went into his guard, and then he realized how out he was. And he just laid back, and ref stopped it. So That was, that was the one you showed me. That was the one with that right hand, yeah. yeah that was pretty nasty. Old man Matt Brown. I don't know who you put him up against next, but uh, he said he's going to be only aiming for knockouts or to be knocked out. So. Dang. I'm loving. I'm loving what Matt Brown's bringing to the table. It's always um, cool seeing like a, a fighter start feeling like a, a flow. At yeah, least like mid match or absolutely. anything like that, and they just go ham. Yeah, ham after they see an opening. It's definitely more entertaining when you actually do go for a knockout and you're not like some. That's you know. That's why we need more guys like decision. Matt Brown. Well, Tough no, I motherfuckers. Love round three decisions. Round five decisions. Well, they're so entertaining. Oh yeah, I know. I love when they're when they're. So they're just doing jujitsu scooting and. Yeah. I love you, Con Gracie. Ha ha ha! Remember the decision. Um, let, let's let's just pass by real quick on the main card with Alex Morono and Tim Means. A uh, decent fight. Um, I think Alex Morono was actually losing that first round, um, and he came into the second. He drills this guillotine all the fucking time. Alex Morono, uh, the Great White. <laughs> I love his nickname. Is that his nickname? Uh, it matches what he looks like, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know about the mentality. He was landing all right. Um, I don't think he was really pushing the pace as much as I'd like him to, but uh, he got taken down by Tim Means, and he sat up into a guillotine, pulled it perfectly. Tim Means tapped twice before the ref saw it, and great finish. I was happy to see it. I initially had... Alex Morano with the second round sub, and I changed it last second, which I always regret to do, but I do it anyways because I'm schizophrenic. We really got to um, keep track of how many times you do that. I t- oh for two at least for this event. Oh for two. We should do a little counter up there. Oh right god, there just 
we should, we should we'll, we'll 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 draw some stuff on this whiteboard eventually yeah. we'll figure out what we're doing with that but uh for now it's staying blank um let's let's get to the bachelor aka calls carlos Ulberg. he was is, on the bachelor he, no it's he not his nickname on the bachelor his, his nickname is the black jag and That's um, a cool name, it is but... actually a pretty cool name it's unique which I, I i i'm so sick of these guys being named pitbull there's like 20 <laughs> ufc pitbulls Dude, i've never seen a pitbull before <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of them andre arlovsky's named pitbull um patricio pitbull there's there's a lot of pitbulls it's it's a little annoying but um I was really excited to see Carlos Olberger in there. I knew he would get a finish. I thought second round because he's a little bit of a slow starter sometimes, but he he has a great check hook. I got to say his counter ability is insane. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting the name off the top of the dome. Ihor Potiera, um, one of the only Ukrainian fighters in the UFC. I think he's one of three. Um, he kind of rushed in there a little bit reckless with these punches. He he landed a shot or two. He wasn't. Uh, not representing himself, and when he rushed in, uh, Carlos Olberg hit this really good lead check hook off the side of the dome, and then just jumped on him. And then uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, referee didn't stop it, but Carlos Olberg started walking away like the fight was over, and the refs looked at the guy and was like, and then stopped it. <laughs> He's like, you know what? He is out. I agree with you, man. And then just stopped the fight. And I was like, hmm. No. That was, I think that was the first time I've ever seen the guy like literally just walk away. It thinking, was pretty oh, funny. He, he actually like when he realized it wasn't over, he looked back and the ref was like, <laughs> "Don't finish it, man." Yeah. I think he's wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, that that was a really good fight. Um, I want to see Carlos Olberg in the top um top fifteen now. He's had four straight finishes, and I think there's one decision in there, but. Four straight wins regardless, and I think he's ready for a top 15 challenge. Um, <clears throat> um, um, <laughs> Ian Gary, the future, and it looks like it because uh, he fought Daniel future. Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in Chrome land yet. All right. Um, Daniel Rodriguez, I mean, I saw this coming. Ian Gary actually called the shot before it landed. He said... I'm gonna hit him with that right high kick, and he's not gonna he's not gonna enjoy it. And that's what he did. He battered the body. He kept throwing body kicks to the side of his rib cage. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez couldn't take it. Started dropping that elbow when that kick came up. Ian threw it up high, landed high, and then followed him for the finish. And referee had no no choice but to stop it. Um, I love the way he talks. I love the way he walks. E- Ian Gary. The future. Yeah, that was that was my first time seeing him fight, and pretty pretty entertaining. wasn't bad at all. So I, I honestly round one stuff. I like it especially like this when it at least went on a couple minutes. You know. Yeah. Like a thirteen second finish is like kind of boring. It, it's but like, it's not. It's it's super entertaining. It's cool to see, but then seconds. you're like, yeah. It's but like, then you have about a twenty to twenty five minute break in between fights, and you, you're sitting on your phone. You're, uh, it's or watching the KSA fight. Huh? Or watching the KSA fight. Because it was happening at the same time. <laughs> That's what I'm doing during, during the KSA fight. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Um, thoughts on that fight, Caitlin? I know. I think you enjoyed that one. It was really entertaining. I had a tiny bit of hope that Rodriguez would do a bit more and it would go into later rounds. But um, no, he called it exactly. He kept on putting his arm down and he just threw it up high and got it. It was really 
kind of fun to watch, especially after, especially when a fighter's able to like call out what they're gonna do. Yeah, I do find that very entertaining because it's not exactly like cockiness. It's it's it's, it's premonition. And it's really exciting to watch, especially like a guy like Mystic Mac, a.k.a. Conor McGregor. They called him Mystic Mac because he'd call his fights, he'd say how he'd win, and he'd win that exact way. So it's good to see Mystic Machado getting it in there, Ian Gary. It's, he's going through a marriage, so it's uh, Gary, <laughs> Gary Machado, apparently, with his, for his double last name. So, um, This was pretty cool. The future called the future. The future called the future. future, called mm-hmm. the future. Um, Johnny Walker... Anthony Smith. I was so sad. Johnny Walker did what he was supposed to. Um, <laughs> blasted the leg kicks. Um, he played smarter than I thought he would. He was wild in the first. Kind of jumped up with the lead there. Uh, second round, you could give to Smith, but I gave to Walker. It was a really close round. And then the third round was Walker once again. I think Walker could have done a lot more. But... Um, it, it's one of those things like you, he was already so injured and out of there. There was no reason to chase a knockout. So I kind of respect him for that in a way. But um, I thought it was a really fun fight. But there was a little bit of breaks in between that I could hear the crowd getting restless. And I might have wanted a little bit more volume in there. But I was hoping for at least some sort of jujitsu or something. Because, you know, I, there I was Anthony Smith. only one take. Two, two, there was like two or three takedowns attempted by Anthony Smith. Yeah, he was. landed the first one. Anthony Smith... Um, uh, I think it's time for him to start hanging up the gloves. I've never seen a, a version of Anthony Smith that slow before. And um, his overhand connects, but that's the only weapon it seems like he has right now. I I think he's he has a very f- high fight IQ, but he he got really mollywhopped to begin that first and second rounds. So it's one of those things like he's a little bit older. Um, he's starting to do some things in between camp that might not be best for him and uh, might be time to hang up the gloves or something like that. Uh, veteran of the sport, I'd hate to see him go, but it might be time. This is got a lot of fights. I'm looking at it. Yeah, that was his 54th fight, if I'm correct. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, Anthony Smith's been in the sport, a respected legend for. Wait, how a old is time. he? I think Anthony Smith is about 36. Wow. That's crazy because he's got. Can know, I get a fact check on that, Danielle? Oh, yeah, let's see, let's see it. The age of Anthony Lionheart Smith. Um, thirty-four. It's thirty-four. 34. Wow, yeah. younger than I thought. Oh, um, respect, though. That's hopefully, if he if he doesn't bounce back in the next fight, tough fight, I believe it's time to hang up the gloves. But uh, a guy like Johnny Walker is a huge challenge, so I understand why he did wilt under the pressure. I think a lot of people would. Um, do you think that's where uh, Smith's head is at too? That he would want to hang up those gloves. He he posted something about uh, thank you for following my career. Um, so it sounds like he's hinting towards a retirement. Um, and he also said on Michael Bisping's podcast, believe you me, he mentioned that uh, if he loses against a guy like Johnny Walker, he knows he's not a lead anymore. So I think it's a maybe a little bit of a moment of realization for him, or maybe. It lights a fire under his ass, and he really gets in it in the next one. But I'd like to see one more good fight because it was still entertaining. He still did Absolutely. great the whole time. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, generally, um, I think another fight would be nice just to see maybe, you know, get one last fight just squeezed in there. Yeah, but maybe I mean, not. Sounds plausible. Sounds good to me. Uh, let's move on to the main event. 
Jilton Almeida did exactly what I thought he would. Um, I think he did what everyone thought he would. <laughs> he, he fucking dominated. Yeah. He, uh, the Habib of heavyweight, absolutely insane double leg takedowns, amazing pressure. Uh, once he gets on top of you, you're not getting up. You, you will wait there until the end of the round, and he will smother you, and he will put you out. It was a solid takedown. And if, takedown, you, if right? you don't get up, as soon as it happened, it's yeah. over. So, um, he started. I, I, I changed my pick from submission to ground and pound TKO, and it was obviously a submission. <laughs> so, I'm 0 for 2. That's 0 for 2 on that. I need to stop changing my picks. I need to trust my gut because my I was, gut. I was praying Rosenstrike would win because I, I needed the, <laughs> the XP to gain to get in front of all these guys because I didn't get a single finish right. I didn't. Not, I only got two fights right, like two people, but I didn't get a single finish. I was struggling. That's I tried when you trust your bones and have dreams about who's going to win fights. Listen, I didn't have any dreams about Rosenstrike winning. Bowl. I just needed to put it for the win, but I, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, exactly Rosenstrike tried its best. I think Rosenstrike. Um, I think in his camp, it seems like he kind of um, instead of working super hard on getting up he worked really hard on being comfortable being on the bottom and working off the bottom i think it's a bad way to approach uh jailton i think i think jorinzo should have put the pressure on to start and immediately went for a knockout because that's the only way you're getting jailton out of here because jailton will be um skirting the outside and shoot extremely athletic double legs to get you on the fucking floor. That was, that was one of the only you. double legs I've seen where um they actually the the person locks their hands behind the knees and yep. just squeezes it in. Yeah. Because uh, normally they, they basically end up just cupping both legs. They usually um, cup both it. legs or yeah. they get under the ass. But the best place you can go is it's the knees. Just knees and they just he just locked hands and you he know, gets real low you and see usually nothing Rosen Strike could do. He's just, yeah. just Folded right over, and that was basically it. It's true. Now you said uh, working from the ground up is probably not the best best approach against uh, Jilton, right? Say it one more time. No, working from the ground is not. The yeah, best you don't want to be on the ground with Jilton Almeida. Jilton Almeida will smother you. Do you think that that strat for Rosenstrike would have worked had it been another fighter? No. Okay. No one so can just last. Generally, no one in good. the heavyweight division will ever last with Jilton Almeida, in my opinion. Not John Jones. Not, um, you know what? I can give props to Tom Aspinall and Curtis Blades. Those guys are amazing wrestlers, amazing jujitsu artists, and they're heavyweights. So I want to see Jailton tested against one of those guys soon. You put him against uh, my boy Tom, and I, I mean, I don't know what happens, honestly, because Tom Aspinall is an absolute savage of a heavyweight, and he's coming back from surgery. Uh, he got injured in his last fight against Curtis Blades. Um, I don't know where Curtis Blades goes from here, by the way, in the heavyweight division. Uh, I want to see him against someone good again but that loss against Sergey Pavlovich he got knocked out in the first round and I don't see where he goes from there but um back to, to the topic of the main event uh Jelton did what he needed to and got him out of there in the first choked the the life out of him and yeah. did what he was supposed to danced his ass off when the fight <laughs> ended uh good vibes overall honestly Jelton I think was probably the most fluid and quick heavyweight I've seen in, like Probably ever. Yeah. Normally when I see a heavyweight fight, they're both fucking big, slow, big monsters just fucking fighting it out. And yep. like you don't see someone as, you know, athletic, I guess you J- could say. Jailton is special. As Dana White said, he said mm-hmm. he's special. He he really is he's a special kid. He's 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 out here to be something different and that's what he's gonna do. I think he's a problem for anyone in the heavyweight division. And I think I think 
If you put him in there with John Jones, I I think John Jones has problems with him. I, I John Jones wants out of the sport. By the way, um, he keeps <laughs> talking about retirement. He wants to fight old man, forty three year old Stepe Miocic for some reason. Real. Uh, Real annoying to see, by the way. I think they should just Thank get you. on with John Jones and Sergey Pavlovich already, because I'm I'm sick of this merry-go-round bullshit with John Jones. John Coke Jones needs to get his shit in order. <laughs> John Coke Jones. <laughs> John Jones Jameson. Any uh, objections, thoughts on the main card for that for that event? No, not at all. Uh, yeah, it was overall. I think just a. Uh, a really good, a really, main card. really good. Uh, it was nice, especially compared to. Yeah, yeah non pay for a non pay per view card. That was a really good card. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, from um, the sound of it, it sounded like a really good card. What the KSI card? Oh, I'm kidding. It seemed like a good Not card. Yet. Like, uh, like, like from what you just showed me, I, I saw a little clip of the what, Matt Brown fight, right? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty hype. So if everything was like that, which it seems like it kind of was, minus the knockout part for all of them, that's pretty awesome. All right. I, I, yeah, last week sucked. <laughs> yeah, last week's to, to fights today, for a pay-per-view. I'm hoping next week is going to be a little better than that, than last week's at least. It won't. No. And we're going to go over that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're just going to gloss over these. Uh, we got Carlos Ferreira. He's all right uh, versus Michael Johnson. I do love Michael Johnson. He's one of the only guys who goes toe-to-toe with uh, any lightweight out there. He's fought Justin Gaethje. He's fought Habib. He's fought... A lot of the great uh, lightweights, and I'm really glad to see him back in there. I think, uh, I think Michael Johnson is really one of those guys who just he's ageless. He he can go out there and put hands on you. I mean, his record is not very good, but um, he he put it's re- it's real funny because it's a meme going around where if he's fighting some of the greatest lightweights, he's like a a god. He's just unbeatable. He just throws these huge heavy hands and just catches people. But he's fighting some bum that no one's ever heard of, and he gets caught and gets knocked <laughs> out. So. Um, this is a guy who's a little bit considered an unknown prospect. So <laughs> hoping Michael Johnson breaks that curse down a little bit. Um, we're going to jump right back into, uh, uh, oh, Slava Claus. This guy's named Slava Claus. He's, Slava he looks like Claus. Santa Claus and, uh, he's Slavic. So, um, saying his name is a little bit ridiculous. Uh, I'm just going to call him, uh, Borshev and he's fighting someone with an even harder name, Miha Hate. Mahashate. Mahashate. And Mahashate is fighting uh, Slavikaz. I do not know Mahashate. I think I've heard of his name before, but um, I don't believe I've seen him fight. Um, Borshev has really good boxing, really good striking. Uh, he's, he's lackluster on the ground, though. And I've seen him get caught a few times. I believe it's almost been a year since he last fought. Uh, let's see what he does. Uh, I think he'll put on a little bit of a banger fight. Uh, real after that, right after that, uh, we got Andre Fialo and Joaquin Buckley. I love Buckley. Buckley mm-hmm. has one of my favorite fights ever in the UFC between him and Kevin Holland, which is an absolute slobber knocker. These guys were throwing bombs, and it sounded like baseball bats hitting heads. Uh, yeah, I, I, Joaquin Buckley, super entertaining. Andre Fialho fights way too goddamn much. Last year, I think he fought five times. He was like two and three, so um, he got to the UFC and he's been super active. But um, I think I see Joaquin Buckley walking away with this with a finish. Joaquin Buckley is intense. He's fast. He's strong, and I think he puts on a banger of a fight against someone like Andre Fialho. 
Andre Fialho, if he connects with the hands, he might be able to put out um, someone like Joaquin Buckley. Chris Curtis was able to do it. So um, I guess we'll see what happens there. That'll be a striker versus striker matchup for sure. Uh, Buckley has wrestling ability because he is strong and he is fast. He fights like Mike Tyson on the feet. So he's real short, real heavy, and he's got head movement, huge hooks. Um, I see a lot of potential in a guy like Joaquin Buckley. He's young. He's strong. I want to see him get a finish here. If he gets a finish here, maybe he can either move down to welterweight, a class that more suits him, because I believe this fight's in uh, middleweight, and uh, see where he goes from there. I'm curious. Um, so you guys are looking at Verdict, right? Verdict, yeah. Because um, I'm show I'm looking at the uh, website or on the actual UFC thing, showing something. It's showing a card completely different. It's showing Dern versus Hill still, but it's showing. Can I, uh, can I get that phone, please? Edmund versus Anthony. Well, that's not till later. And it's showing a few other ones. This this is completely correct. I've said all these fights. That's Diego Ferreira. That's Michael Johnson. That's Andre Fiajo. They might not be main carded, but they're on the card regardless. See, they're right there. Uh, So So, so it might be a prelim fight. They might switch it up. Um, Mm -hmm. In summary, Charles is blind. (laughs) Uh, uh, The way Google does things and Verdict does things, it might be a little different, but... For for the main, these are some these are the bigger fights. That's what matters. So, okay. um, right after that, we got Edmund Shabazian, Anthony Hernandez. Edmund Shabazian has proven he can't fight top talent. I believe uh, he's been in and out of the rankings. He's kind of a fringe fighter. He's like almost a gatekeeper for the top fifteen. Um, Anthony Hernandez, I really enjoy when he fights. Uh, I see Anthony Hernandez getting a, a submission in there. Um, prove he's worthy of a top 15 opponent and uh he is my favorite nickname fluffy (laughs) fluffy i like it i like it (laughs) yeah he's uh he's he's pretty pretty fun to watch and he 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 talks to talk walks to walk i believe so he's on a three fight win streak i think he gets another finish there and then we got women big Bodie, mackenzie dern and angela hill uh we got the vet angela hill is that her nickname um it's my nickname for her (laughs) Uh, uh, we got the gorgeous Mackenzie Dern uh, get, getting back in the cage here with uh, Angela Hill. Uh, Angela Hill is a veteran. Um, she's fought a ridiculous amount of times. I think she has the most fights in uh, women's history for UFC. Um, Angela Hill doesn't have anything for Mackenzie Dern, in my opinion. I think uh, Mackenzie Dern gets the takedown, uh, smothers him, smothers her, probably gets her out of there in the, the third or fourth. So, uh, good fight. I'm going to be watching that fight alone. Brother. <laughs> Brother. I'm kidding. I'm a man of God. He's going to leave, he's going to leave the Praise be the Lord. Room, just walk, walk into his own. <laughs> Go and watch it upstairs in his room. Oh, I will not. I will not. I will not. Uh, Temptation is into the chair not my salvation. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he okay. would want to be cuffed. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Is it called jokes? Jokes, folks. Jokes, jokes folks. Yes. He's not joking. <laughs> I'm kidding. I swear. <laughs> um, so we, we think there's there's no potential for this to be a great card? I think there is potential to, for this to be a great card, but the fighters have to really um, show out. This is the type of shit that we just watch on Discord together. <laughs> maybe 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 um, use the soundboard yeah. i watch every fight so i mean there's always some good fights nestled in some bad fights so um we'll see how it goes i really don't think uh, mackenzie during angela hill should be the main event 
but I mean, I don't know who else you put in there. There's a lot of veterans in this car. There's a lot of guys who aren't really proven. So Mackenzie Dern is the most proven out of everyone on this whole card. So I mean, it makes sense she's the main event. But there's a re- this was supposed to, this fight was supposed to be on the last card. It was scrapped because they needed the main event because mm-hmm. they've had so many people call, pull out from this card and canceled. That I mean, just uh, this one had two cancellations. Yep, and yeah. it's gonna have more probably. So really. It's just one of those cards that just seems cursed. But um, I mean, who knows? It might be like like uh, this most recent fight. Yeah, no, it, it could be. Yeah, it, could, it, it very well could be. Hopefully. But I'm um, keeping my expectations low. I'll tell you yeah, that right, much. Right. Um, real quick, wanna gloss over Lupita Godinez, uh, Lupi. Uh, she is a I believe strawweight uh, UFC fighter. She's like five That's foot an two. Class. Straw weight. Straw weight. It's for chicks. Yeah, it's 115 pounds. <laughs> that is so light. Yeah, it's really light. And um, I really like her fighting style. She's intense. Uh, she's taken. This is her eighth fight in a two-year span. Super active. Super uh, company company gal. Um, I hope Loopy gets the win, and uh, I think that'll shoot her into the rankings a little bit. So um, hopefully she gets out there, puts the pace on, or gets out a win. So. I think that uh, summarizes next card. Uh, anything we want to go over? At this point, no. I'm just. I have to hope and pray that it's actually entertaining, and it's not just us sitting there like snoozing at all. You know, it's not. It's be good. It, like, I promise bro. it'll be better than a PFL event. Okay, oh. that's at least good. <laughs> yeah. That's not right. a super high standard, but you know, it'll never, be better than a PFL. To see, um, did, did the PFL fix their uh, no? Their issues? I've watched PFL. Oh, since. PFL was the one with the awkward breaks and like the yes. Yeah. So yeah, it hasn't gotten better. It hasn't. Gotten better. <laughs> their gaps are still there. It is. Really? I I enjoy God. the fighters in the PFL, but I'm yet to really see an amazing fight. The only one I I've seen that's worthwhile watching was Marlon Marais versus uh, Brandon Logan, and that's because Logan puts these leg kicks out there that are just like baseball bats so um i'd say that's a wrap up to the podcast uh um, happy mother's day happy mother's oh, yeah. day and happy birthday happy to this birthday man over here yeah. what a god what yeah a god. 21, 21 and it means fuck all so that's cool <laughs> um i might go gamble today no gamble away my sorrows enable his gambling addiction that he already has from freaking csgo and uh, other stuff and we ain't talking about no. csgo again we're yeah. talking csgo every podcast come on <laughs> absolutely absolutely i'm addicted we gotta open, up, we gotta open a few cases every podcast <laughs> i would no, be no, a no, millionaire no. if i bet on these fights <laughs> oh i know no no you well, lose you, all your money because you, you keep changing your your damn opinion yeah if you keep well you can't do it with bets can't do it with bets you used to bet though Right, that's true, that's true. and you used to make bank. No, I mean, it, you know, in in, in game, in right? game, I in used game, to, game, I used yeah. to gamble a lot yeah. in game. Hypothetically, hypothetically, I I would have gambled and I would have made like quite a few dollars. Um, and I never went Just negative. A An indiscriminate amount of money. Yeah, yes. but I'm 21 now, and I'm gonna go move to Vegas, and I'll never see you again. And uh, I'm gonna <laughs> become a loan shark. <laughs> you're gonna get. You're just gonna like like uh, just beg on the street for money. And, and then, then take I, that can money really say, to I can really say, I can really say, what color is your Bugatti, <laughs> yeah. you fucking idiot? Oh my god! With your success rate, I think you'll only have a, a Hot Wheels Bugatti, my guy. Oh man, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for believing in me, Daniel. Anytime, man. Yeah. And uh, we didn't get any questions in the comments below. So uh, if you all want to drop some questions, suggestions, or comments, uh, feel free to. Yeah, um, please please give some suggestions and stuff because, as you can tell, we are, you know. Constructive criticism. Constructive, hate, hopefully. All of it. I love it. So yeah, please. 
throw something in the comments. Let us know how you feel. Um, and we'll catch you in the next one. All right. Adios, amigos. Adios. Ta-ta. <laughs>